0: And welcome back to the Off The Clock Show. You're joined with myself, Sean Gervais from Orbis X, as well as Marty, Mr. Marshall Hill from the Pints of Polishing Podcast and Hyper Clean Car Care Products, as well as Mr. Overall Awesomeness. Uh, so <laughs> I was just seeing if you were paying attention. All right. So God, I
1: got I got persuaded by this Light Circus IPA.
0: Oh, shit. Look at that.
1: Harbach Brewery. It's a Texas brewery. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn.
0: Now, on that note, do you find a difference, difference in-, in regions, north to south, for example, in like? Because I know I know you've sampled a lot of different. Well, you know, it's
1: more areas. styles, right? Like there's that's what I'm wondering about. California West Coast style of an IPA. There's a New okay. England IPA. So there's yeah. different styles, yeah, definitely.
0: Okay, the reason I'm curious here is because in Canada, m- most of us live near the border uh, because it's just too fucking cold if you go further up, and so. For us, there's a huge East Coast, West Coast difference, as well as, you know, Central as well. Uh, But then we also, because we don't really have much of a North-South divide. However, we're in what's considered like Southern Ontario. And so provincially, which is like our state, there's a huge divide between like Northern Ontario and Southern Ontario. But throughout the entire country, there's not a huge, it's not like in the US, like you guys have, you know, there's a big divide between things where it's like, north south east west you know different different locales like that so i was always curious if that translated into you know product development and tastes and things like mm-hmm. that as well taste for well, sure I mean,
1: for us yeah and what makes us unique which is fun is you know i'm i'm in the midwest and mm. then uh, nick my partner's in las vegas so we we test uh, different clients so oh shit yeah i yeah, didn't know he's, he's in, he's vegas. in vegas. vegas is dry oh, yeah lives in vegas oh. and then we're very humid uh, so we get multiple ways sure. of testing out stuff.
0: That's pretty dope though. Yeah. Especially in your, your field, like in product development and testing that helps a lot, you know, cause uh, like I've heard it all from, you know, a lot of our members that are in Florida, for example, the problems they're dealing with, like I've had guys ask me before questions about tint and stuff like that. And I'm like, listen, man, like you don't want my advice because I'm sending cars outside and like, well for us, like we use Celsius and I'm like, you know, minus 30. And like, you're sending people outside like i don't know what fahrenheit but like uh for us would be like i don't know 40 degrees celsius whatever that translates into with the f i don't know no clue but uh <laughs> i was like plus minus 50 60 degrees or something but but yeah it's it's very different you know and so the way we deal with products so that's pretty cool you get that range huh, okay very interesting so it's not like some of those other products that are just white labeled from china you're just telling me if your stuff's a little different <laughs> sorry did i just open a
1: can <laughs> some shit going down over there right now yeah yeah
0: true and uh so so your your beer looked pretty cool though and i have one today i i actually never have a beer on the show and i got this one here the busted sled i've got a little i don't know gingerbread man falling over uh i was very hey, good at sledding
1: is gingerbread is that a, is that a thing like do you eat in canada or is it not cross over the border it's
0: like, you, it's you- a thing it's a thing but mostly among like children um and no, you, I, mean you don't just
1: walk around chomping on gingerbreads no is that like a thing no. that no i just figured you did up in canada oh
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah thanks man yeah yeah i, I, I hop out of my blue and uh start chomping on my gingerbread <laughs> yeah no not a thing but but i have seen an increase usually in the holidays everything is cinnamon based um here recently i've seen everything is switched to gingerbread i have no idea why um but uh so this one here gingerbread stout I don't know 5.6 percent uh which is low I'd say for Canadian beers
1: well for stout
0: well for stout in particular yeah like uh the stout I don't usually like stout but there is one I do like dragon um I think it's from Jamaica I think so but uh it's like 12 percent it's nice but if you have you know two or three of those you're you're, you should probably stop Mm -hmm. but uh but it, it is nice this, I don't know. I'm, I'm nervous to try it, but I'm laughing at the fact that it says strong beer and 5.6%. So I'm, I'm kind of curious. Hold on. Oh. You always do it by the microphone. Let's see if, I don't know. Did it capture that? I don't know.
1: I don't know. completely missed it.
0: Too much, too much noise cancellation in the mic.
1: Yeah, too much. <laughs> oh, fuck. Does that ever smell like gingerbread? Jesus. You know, it's
0: actually not bad, but I will I say there is very little taste of gingerbread. I don't know. Really nice job on the, the packaging labeling. Uh, it's actually one of our clients, though. Uh, so, so do
1: you ever get into like seasonal rig. seasonal beers? I, I had a really great My first time. beer. Uh when I was in Kansas City, probably about three years ago or so. We went yeah. up about this time, you know, Kansas City right about now is starting to get cool, right? Crisp and okay, it's a yeah. popping place. Like Kansas City's fun. Yeah. And they got this new area. It was new, what, maybe 10 years ago. And so it's really developed. You can go in. It's got places all around, live music, bands, all this fun stuff. And uh, we we sit out there forever. And we, I think, was, uh, I think it was from Boulevard. I think it was a Boulevard gingerbread ale. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: It was shit. a fun ride back. Let me tell you about that. Yeah, Let's yeah,
0: no kidding. i believe it how's that one though that uh what was it something circus
1: light circus Yeah, it's pretty good it's hazy Mm. it's called a hazy ipa um okay i don't know it's they didn't do so great on their filter they got a bunch of shit in it oh geez yeah yeah Yeah. uh i don't know yes it's it's different (laughs) yeah i don't know (laughs) yeah i don't know about that all right so uh post that you got you got I, I got a post. I got a yeah, post. hit I, me with I it. got probably one of the best posts I've seen all year. No doubt about it. Oh shit. This oh, know, it I'm it not ready for this. Unbelievable. <laughs> it was it was it was somebody post their profile photo of dancing with his wife. Unbelievable.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Who who would that be? <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, I looked at that. I go, God damn, look at him. It looks like he's out there knowing what he's doing. So where was the photo? What were y'all doing?
0: <laughs> Good question. And Yeah, so that was at uh, my cousin's wedding. She just got married. She flew up from New Zealand. Uh, she she's been in Australia. She she has a pretty unique job actually. She goes into companies that are doing well but not streamlined, and she helps her company acquire them, rip them apart, and sell the assets throughout the world. It's <laughs> so it's a very unique job.
1: <laughs> one of my one of my best friends in high school uh, mm. that his dad owned a company that did that. Mm. I once I realized and I got in business and I realized what he did, I went, Oh, shit. I never Mm -hmm. talked to him about any. I just, I just knew what he did, but right. I'm in high school.
0: I (laughs) I mean, it didn't
1: matter, right? I go, okay. That sounds fucking ruthless. Like, oh, it's
0: fucking brutal, man.
1: I remember that guy. He loved, uh, he loved Armazio's. It's a local chain, Mazio's Pizza Thin Crust is why probably I'm still in love with it. Still my favorite pizza. Like, that's what he always had, and I'd go over there, you know, on Friday night, hang out or whatever. Yeah, he'd still be working, man. That dude worked oh, from his computer nonstop. Yeah, and just walk back and forth and grab a couple of pieces of pizza and like, and
0: just back was, at it.
1: Yeah, I was like, what the hell should that do? And like, man, oh, it, it was, oh
0: it's brutal. Okay. So yeah. she doesn't work where she lives uh, for safety concerns um, because, like, they they'll go into a company that. Hey, a lot of places that we we've never even heard of and they'll, they'll go in and there's some, you know, huge company that has factories someplace she'll go in and she realizes the workforce they have, the factory it's running inefficiently, but they've got a bunch of patents or they have a bunch of something who knows they'll go in and they realize, Oh, the owner's getting, you know, almost retirement age. They'll go in, make him a sweetheart deal. And it doesn't help. It doesn't hurt. Sorry that, you know, like she wears the nice mini skirt, this and that, whatever shows up, you know, convince the guy. Yeah. Then uh, they take the company, rip it to shreds, uh, sell off each thing because selling things in pieces, they get a lot more money. And um, yeah, and then that's what she does. And then she flies back. <laughs> so, But anyway, wow. so, yeah. So his dad
1: was the guy that owned the company, right? That was, that that was
0: doing that. St- yeah. So she would work for him. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So it's uh, a good friend uh, to have. Yeah. yeah oh, 100%. <laughs> hundred percent. And so they, there are some good parts to, you know, some of the stories, but most, most of the stories are like, you know, people end up laid off and then there's, it's just, it's a mess. It's a massacre, but I mean, it's a business and it's out there and business is tough. Uh, But yeah, so that, that photo, uh, so she was getting married. She flew up with her, you know, uh, husband to be at the time. And it was at my uncle's farm. He's got a huge, uh, massive actually uh, organic farm, where he raises llamas and all kinds of shit and he, he, he does everything with the animals start to finish even down to like they were giving away scarves uh at the place and it was made from the fur of some of the animals they make maple syrup there they do all kinds of stuff so little party favors and all the tables with bottles of maple syrup which was super canadian but uh <laughs> obviously but but yeah so it was there and he had this huge 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 dance floor constructed uh something like 200 feet by 100 feet like massive massive structure he had this whole thing constructed uh my cousins they were they all play instruments there were there was like a band of my cousins they were playing and stuff and uh so yeah you know we we threw on our tux well i throw my tux my wife a dress and we were just dancing it up man it was a lot of fun and but that that suit you see me wearing there that's not an ordinary suit that suit special ordered and it's called the x suit have you ever heard of this thing Oh, it's amazing. They launched on Kickstarter um, and with version one. Now they're on version three. This thing is a suit like no other. First off, it's got 12 pockets. I feel like they should they should be paying some money here. They're about to get a huge infomercial. <laughs> so 12 pockets, which is unheard of on a suit. Zipper pockets too inside. So you don't like lose your phone or whatever, you know, and you're busting a move. Uh, but the biggest thing for it is this thing's basically ceramic coated. That's not even a joke. I had people literally there and I was like, go ahead, pour something on me. They pour it on my suit, and it was just brush it off, and I'm dry. Uh, but it's got 12 times stretch as well, or something. And uh, so the the commercial for the guy where I saw it and I bought it, uh, he was doing karate in it. He's doing backflips and all kinds of stuff, and it was like feels like pajamas. And I was like, man, say less. <laughs> so ordered some. Oh my god, best suit I've ever owned. No joke, hands yeah. down. And uh, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, we had fun. We were dancing. So that was a photo of my my wife and I there's actually a funny story there so i did see a funny post it was a post on auto world at my shop and uh so by mistake when i was cooking on the weekend and so we we had some some guests over to the house and i was cooking up a storm (laughs) and i accidentally posted something to my company's instagram (laughs) whoops so I put together, I've been playing with some video editing skills and stuff like that, you know, in preparation for doing some ads that we're doing just up in my video game. So while I was cooking, I took, you know, slow shots of me like, you know, chopping onions or cutting this and, you know, the whole thing, Mashed them all together, made this wicked video. And my wife was like, send that to me. So I said, no problem. And then she said, post it to your story on Instagram. I never use Instagram. So I was like, how do I do this? I'm trying to figure it out. And I was like, yeah, I think I shared it to my story. I think I'm done. Walked away. Next morning, I get a call. My shop manager, he's like, look at you go, Chef. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck's he talking about? So I'm like, Yo, Paul, what's Joel talking about here? He's like, man, you posted on Auto World last night. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I didn't post anything yesterday. I posted a couple days ago, sure. But he's like, no, 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 go check it out. I check and sure enough, there's the video, me cooking, cutting up this and that, all kinds of stuff. Anyway, the problem came in when I didn't have the logins to remove it. And anyway, so I got Paul to go in, he removed it, but somehow, so we have someone that manages our social stuff now, and and I'm removed from that side of the business, which is great. But somehow I still have posting privileges if I share to my story. So it didn't go to my private story and instead went to uh, my business. So that was my funny post. (laughs) but not the end of the world and who gives a shit you know what i mean it's uh some people saw some some awesome food being made i'm okay with that but yes yeah, so that but so where we were we were dancing at that wedding and uh and then that led to because i was putting together clips of that and then i said well i'll put some clips together of the cooking and then it uh yeah one thing led to the to the next so that's my my funny post but yeah so you you saw that huh i was dancing
1: what was the song that got you out on the dance floor
0: uh, <laughs> oh my god so they were playing some like some did nice go, classic did songs it,
1: did it go with that oh my god becky yeah. look yes. at
0: her butt! look at her but yeah. oh my god becky look <laughs> so yeah it was uh, the song that actually got us out there initially uh so it was my daughter because you know we're sitting there and they were playing some like old classics and stuff while some of my aunts and uncles were still you know up and moving about and then once they all you know turned in the kids just turned up, and uh, so it, it was my daughter that pulled me out. And it was a song I Like It Like That with Cardi B. Uh, she pulled me out there and then was dancing with her for a bit. And then my wife came over and we were dancing yeah. a bunch of songs. But I don't remember the one that, that started off me and my wife dance, but we dance all the time though. Uh, usually like salsa stuff, you know, throw something on at the, at the house after a long day, decompressing. You know, it's, it's important to do those kind of things. Uh, you know, maybe it's not dancing, but you got to do something fun at the end of the day with your significant other to, to just unwind and recharge the batteries, you know, but yeah. Uh, what do you guys salsa. usually do? So
1: salsa? Yeah. You you. Oh, you, you love salsa salsa music.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Love salsa. And we have this thing here called salsa on the Hill. Uh, so we have, uh, you know, the capital uh, city. So we have Capitol Hill here. And so they have a salsa on the Hill where people go up and they do um, free classes and they'll have, you know, two, 300 people up there. Everyone's just getting lessons. And then after that, uh, that street where it is it's called spark street and the whole street there's no cars allowed on that street it's a pedestrian only street it's maybe about three or f- three to six miles something like that in between and you'll have thousands thousands of people just dancing there it's it's pretty amazing it's a lot of fun you know and it's just it's casual it's laid back people just having a good time it, you know there's obviously there's some like pros there some like real like these guys like know what they're doing you know but yeah, are they
1: uh, fucking annoying I- they are fucking Right. Like, I mean, anybody that goes country dancing. Yeah, exactly. Like anybody's been to a country bar and watched people country dance, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, the normal persons out there just kind of like, okay, you know, we're yeah, going around do- and then there's these people, their arms are this way and their feet are this way. And they're like, yeah, yeah. it's like, what the hell do you, what were y'all doing? You're like,
0: Yeah. This it's isn't true, a competition
1: yeah. out here, guys. Like, just fucking, what the hell's going on?
0: Exactly. Just have a yeah. Beer,
1: relax. Like,
0: just <laughs> dance. Like, <laughs> you know, it's funny. That's how I felt. Nobody's grading
1: place. you on your, 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 your yeah.
0: Like, this is not that serious. You know, like, what are you yeah. doing? And I, I felt the way I went to this wedding once, Dominican wedding, and uh, my wife. She used to be in this dance troupe. Uh, she was a dancer. They did like ballet and all kinds of stuff. You name it. Uh, on a professional level, too. They were really good. Uh, so my wife's a phenomenal dancer. Phenomenal myself i'm I'm like a b or c student i'd say best <laughs> right I, I get i know some things but i'm not like i'm not telling myself as a as a big dancer here um but so we go to this dominican wedding and there's a buddy of hers that she went to high school with and he's there and you know he was playing it off like he's like oh, no i don't want to dance today there were some girls asking him like come dance dance nah nah i don't feel like dancing today so i thought like oh he doesn't really know how to dance whatever so I'm just like, look, man, it's, it's not that bad. It's not that difficult. Like, look, you just kind of like, and I'm trying to like show him some things. He's like, nah, oh, he's entertaining my bullshit. Come to find out this guy stands up and he's like, okay, fine. I'll dance guys starts dancing. Like he, like he's in fucking Greece or some shit like uh, the movie. And he's just like, everything's just perfectly executed, choreographed, everything. I'm like, man, come on, man. Like you, you were entertaining my bullshit this whole time and you knew how to do- <laughs> come to find out he was part of their dance troupe. So I didn't know, but, uh, Anyway, so he was like laughing subtly, but he didn't want to make me feel away. So, anyway, yeah. But uh, but we had but, a good. So time. what?
1: Back in the day, did, were you ever a clubber dancer? Like, um, I feel like you used to have that vibe,
0: sorta. Yeah, I I used to go clubbing a lot, but like I never had like a group of guy friends that I like I had acquaintances, but I never had like you know a lot of guys they have like that's their like hmm. their group or whatever. You know, I never really had that. I kind of just floated around different people because for me. My big issue was back then I started a business young, my mentality. I grew up faster uh, that way. And so a lot of these guys, I saw it as like, man, you guys are just like wasting your whole evening. So me, I was kind of a show up later in the night, dance for maybe a couple songs, find, find a girl, whatever. And then I was gonzo, you know,
1: that was the best way to do it.
0: A hundred percent. That was more my approach, you know, <laughs> show up at 11. Now you're buying drinks for five hours. <laughs> like forget that. So that was, that was more my approach, but um yeah like I I went because like my wife now I met her in 2003 and so we started hanging out and partying then we've known each other almost 20 years now and uh but we've only been married 12 11 or 12 uh so there was a big period of time in between there <laughs> don't, don't dwell on that <laughs> there's a big period of time in between there where we were just friends but we used to go clubbing together because at the time I met her she had a boyfriend uh but he didn't like to go clubbing as that was really the the time I would go is you know she liked to dance so I like to dance and I, I liked her. So I was like, let's go. I was really surprised though, that he didn't want to come along. So I was like, yeah, sure. I'll chaperone your girlfriend. And then obviously, you know, like, well, we lost touch for like five years, but then after that uh, they had broken up and, you know, made my move. Bada bing, my bada boom. Yeah, exactly. Bada a bada big, boom. Two, two kids later. So, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I I would say sort of, I wasn't a big clubber. I was more into the business side of things, but I definitely did go i like dancing but uh for me i always found the nightclubs was more it, it wasn't about dancing people were just you know getting drunk wanting to fight you know for me i was like fight and then what uh, i can't run my business anymore from jail you know what i mean so i was like this mm-hmm. is this is stupid and like what's the point of this anyway it was
1: uh, uh our clubs here never were really i mean there were some but for the most part, here they weren't you, really
0: anything yeah, big. Okay, really yeah. That,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, Nick, Nick's yeah. Nick's the guy we're gonna talk to about that. Then <laughs> Vegas.
1: <laughs> well, I think earlier back in those times, he he lived in San Diego for quite a long time too. But I don't think oh, okay. he was. I don't. I don't. I'm pretty sure he was never a, a club guy. Clever? I could be wrong, that'd be a great question to ask. I, yeah, 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 I used to love it there, man. I'm a terrible dancer. I'm a white boy through and through, Midwest Oklahoma yeah, yeah. bred white boy. Like, dude, my. <laughs> I got two left feet and I don't know a beat whatsoever. But I had some friends uh, that we, I just love the music. I still listen to a lot of EDM. I love dance music. I love all nice, that stuff. Yeah. And uh, I, I had friends that uh, I worked at a hospital out of college uh, as a courier. And we would all just, a group of us that we all worked together would just go out. I mean, we went out sometimes three or four nights a weekend, nice. right? Went to the bar, yeah, yeah. club, and like that's just what we did. Damn. Actually, some female friends like would teach me like they they would hold me back and forth (laughs) and help me learn the beat and like like, like hell yeah like thank you all like because i sucked i was terrible dancer even i mean i was always around people i always loved music and I, i one of the craziest things i ever did uh you ever you ever watched uh movies about fraternity and certain fraternities that have like what's called stomp
0: yeah yeah oh definitely yeah my daughter, she's big into, she watches a lot of stuff on YouTube too. She loves it. I
1: yeah. I don't,
0: I don't love it, but I've seen some and I'm like, yeah, that's impressive, you know, but.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I was supposed to do that, but. Oh, no I, shit. I didn't make yeah. the cut. I wasn't good enough. Yeah. I, I was terrible about that stuff, but. Awesome. So I, in, in college, one of the most random things I did cause I played football and I was playing baseball at the same time and I was friends with the course. I was living in the, the football dorm, friends with all the football guys. And there was, a lot of them had joined a fraternity called Phi Beta Sigma. Okay. And it's a all-black fraternity. Okay. I was the third white guy in the state of Arkansas to be a part <laughs> of Phi Beta Sigma <laughs> National Black Fraternity.
0: That is awesome.
1: Yeah. And so I went to all those things, trying to learn how to step, learn how to stomp. Dude, I would go around yeah. the circle and people would be laughing at me. We had these clubs and like, that's oh, what you do. You go to this club called Curtis and... Like, it was one me, one white boy me, and then a whole entire club was all the black black <laughs> brothers, sisters, everybody, man. And it was hilarious because awesome. they would just fucking laugh at me when I go around the circle and try to do yeah, it. Yeah. And here I was, this 19, 20-year-old kid, trying to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. terrible dancer, and I go to the club, see him here, and I had to get people to teach me how to do it. Like, a horrible dancer. Hate to dance still now we yeah, do yeah. Get, we don't ours isn't salsa but uh it's something i think it's similar to salsa it's
0: okay yeah something.
1: and she she tries to still teach it's brazilian right so there's a yeah, yeah. yeah i still can't dance i okay, i and yeah. i'll get out there and i just know everybody's laughing. right i'm like i'm that guy that always knows that people's laughing at them because i know they're laughing at me because i can't dance
0: yeah yeah i'm but the same way but i'm it. like fuck it i'm happy i'm here to have yeah. a good time so like whatever, do. i know? still go yeah.
1: like i still go of fuck. course yeah yeah, yeah.
0: See, like like us, we did uh, salsa lessons together. Um, and then uh, we've done a bunch of stuff, though, like ballroom dancing, like all kinds of stuff. Because uh, it's, my my wife loves dancing, so I had no choice, you know. So over the last, like, you know, 12 years, I've had no choice but to, you know, learn learn some things, <laughs> So which is good. And then the same thing, like when we moved to the Caribbean, man, they were big, like dance culture was huge there. And so I was like, well, what do we do? There wasn't much to do. We're stuck on a rock. And uh, they they just opened a bowling alley and a pool hall when we were there. Uh, I think it was like a year or two after we were there and they just opened it. And like prior to that, the only thing to do was like go to the beach. But then nighttime, what do you do? Well, you drink, you maybe go to a buddy's house if they, they had. Well, it wasn't really like a house, but they'd have like these like homemade bars. You could go get food, drinks, whatever. And they'd have a pool table there. Or you go dancing. That was those were our options, you know, and uh, so that's what we did. <laughs> so I, I learned a lot there, but then you learn a lot of like their style of dancing, you know what I mean. So it's more like Caribbean influence, um, you know. It's uh, really yeah, fun too.
1: Yeah. Salsa is close. Yeah, you're right. So ours is samba.
0: Samba. That's it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because they have those classes here where it's like a fitness class, but I mean, it's, it seems uh, like
1: it's close. It's- I mean, it's a lot of foot movement and a lot of this, right? Yeah,
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <of> this, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly spot on <laughs> but have you guys ever done carnival in the or you guys i think you call it carnival still we had carnival where where we were living but uh in brazil i know they have like a huge one uh um, oh yeah
1: she loves it yeah yeah okay no, yeah I, no i've never been
0: uh-uh. huh? okay yeah see yeah. I, ask her if they do like uh the dress oh I must do the dress up stuff like uh, oh, for yeah, us, yeah. We called it play. You used to say, "I I play massively, and that yeah. meant you like put on the. Are conference.
1: you are you watching the World Cup? I,
0: I, uh, right now, this one's been like lackluster for me, to be honest. Oh like.
1: really? I'm into it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. We have to watch Brazil play. They won 1-0 yeah, Yesterday, yeah. there was a two. They they scored two goals, but they called one of them. I, I I still don't know. Maybe it was offsides. I still don't know what they were doing. But oh, shit, that's been yeah. fun. I've never really watched soccer. Yeah. I, it's so fucking boring. But. Yeah, yeah. But if it's a World Cup and you got a bunch of food and drinks and everybody's having fun, like, yes, you a good time. Yeah, 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 it's it's, it's weird.
0: This one I found wasn't promoted like the other ones. Like, uh, I just found it wasn't well here, anyways. It wasn't, I think uh, it's
1: because of the season, right? Because normally it's in the summer,
0: yeah, now it's right in the
1: middle of the holidays. Like, mm -hmm.
0: that's true, yeah. Because I was even uh, this morning I was on a call with my buddy, he's in Guanajuato, and I was talking with him and asked him the same thing. I was like, you're following up on it because like soccer is huge for them or football, you know? And he like, No, haven't watched anything. And uh I was asking him why, and he, he was saying the same thing. He's like, Yeah, they haven't really uh like promoted much, and it just seemed kind of not like normal, you know. So um, uh, wow, that's interesting though. So well, now I gotta go watch a couple games. That's that's what's gotta happen now. Uh, it's yeah. gonna
1: start getting good. Uh let's see, USA and England played. Uh Okay, yeah, yeah. A couple of good matches, but yeah, okay. Nothing amazing. All right.
0: So so in your, your household, obviously Brazil, all the way. Yeah, yeah I, was I was about, about to say Brazil, no
1: <laughs> question. Neymar got do hurt the even... other day and uh he set out this last game. Neymar's the big the big name around town.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're <laughs> do, do That's you... what it is. Hey yeah, yeah, all it...
1: right. So tip, you want to get to tip speaking of yeah, yeah, around yeah, the yeah. house? You want to get tips. to a little yeah, tip? Yeah, yeah. so
0: so I uh I have an interesting tip today. And it's funny because uh, today, well, not today, but the weekend was time for me to make some mistakes where, you know, I posted that video and stuff like that. So it got me thinking, though, about, you know, when mistakes happen. But the good thing was uh, it, it opened up some opportunities for me because I, I hadn't fully like told my staff the plan of, you know, these videos and stuff. And then when they saw the videos that were being edited and they saw the cooking video, they were like, oh, shit, you know, we should do that for the shop. So anyway, long story short, sometimes good things can come out of bad things. Um, and so sometimes people, when they're staring in the face of failure or if a mistake happens, like maybe you're cleaning a guy's car and something happens, uh, sometimes you can turn that experience into something more positive than had it not happened. And I find that oftentimes people get focused too much on the short term. Oh, my God, I fucked up or oh, my God, there's you know something wrong. And they think that that's now gonna dictate the future of their business when really most problems are pretty small. And so with po- pilots, for example, when you're flying a plane, if there's a mechanical failure, when you're in the air, there's a checklist they have to follow. There's things that they have to go you know, check on and make sure certain things are operating a certain way. But the number one thing on the top of that list is keep flying the plane. And that's something I think that a lot of people forget to do is that when something happens, they might have processes in place, okay, this is how we deal with this situation or that situation, but they forget the fact that you still have to keep the business going forward. And so, yes, you have to fix whatever problem it is, but while you're fixing that, you still have to deal with your other things. A good example of that is if, let's say, you've got a couple shop or cars in the shop, you're working on them, something happens with one of them. Well, you still have to keep flying the plane so the other cars that you're working on those still need to get dealt with as well you can't just stop everything you're dealing with to solve this one problem thinking that if you don't solve it right now your whole business is going to tank because not servicing those other vehicles is also going to be a problem so my tip today would be when things happen in your business you have to deal with them but you have to deal with them appropriately And sometimes you can see an opportunity in a mistake as well. So sometimes at our shop, not everything goes perfectly. We have over a thousand five-star reviews now, which is awesome. Auto world, Uh, which is huge, man. Most people, they're sitting at like, you know, 50, 60. We we got a thousand plus, man. That's pretty amazing. Uh, But a big part of that is sometimes when things fuck up, not everything goes well. How we deal with those situations matters. And so most often those situations are great for us because we have an opportunity now to show a customer how we go above and beyond. So it's not that we welcome these mistakes, but when they do happen, we usually go above and beyond to A, make sure the other jobs are finished because we have got to keep flying the plane. But B, we also make sure that we go above and beyond for that customer that we did have the mishap with. And we, ex- we own it. We explain it to them. Look, this happened this is how we dealt with it. We fixed it and we want you to be aware of it. Or, you know, maybe we weren't able to fix it, but this is what we're going to do or something like that. But we we communicate with them and we make sure to try and turn that experience from a negative into a positive by ownership and by execution of the solution. And so I I would say my, my tips for today are if something happens, run through your checklist, but make sure number one on that list is keep flying the plane. And number two is that when mistakes happen, keep an eye out for the opportunity to, you know, make a lasting impression with your customer as well.
1: All right. Tip in. <laughs> Tip in. All right, I'm going quite a bit different there. All right. Mr. Sean. I'm going quite a bit different. So I, I've done something for, I don't know, I think 13 years or so. It's a mm-hmm. little apartment complex. It's a little, I don't know. It's around by the house, a couple of miles away. And, one of those tough areas, right? We've we've done things and we do it now with uh the uh the Steeler Club of Tulsa, right? They they okay. cheer on the Pittsburgh Steelers and then we come out at Thanksgiving and we give away turkeys, give away, you know, food and oh, stuff. Man, so that's that. Yeah, that's wicked. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, That's right? a good time. And uh <laughs> you understand, like it's just funny, right? Sometimes it's really just comical. Uh people's uh, interactions their thought processes the way they do life and there's this lady that was walking through the line she came to the turkeys where i was standing and she kind of looked at him looked at him he's like nah i'm good okay, okay. So she grabbed everything else but then grabbed turkey right. she comes back about i don't know a couple of minutes later she comes standing next to me and i'm like oh what the hell what's up lady <laughs> she's just sitting there looking looking at the turkeys okay you good? You need a turkey? She goes, No, nah, oh, not yet. Not yet. Not yet.
0: All right.
1: I'm connecting with it. I'm going to do what? Did you just say? She goes, I'm connecting with it. Got it. And she grabbed the turkey that she connected with. Okay. So, my tip for today is connect with your turkey. <laughs> connect with your motherfucking turkey, man. And here's why, like, I, it's so fucking interesting, right? It's interesting that people have mental things that they go through that there's processes and different, like, Mm. right. It's really, really interesting. There's a book that's called, uh, uh, think and grow rich. You, you might've, you might've heard about it, right. Uh, written what back in like a 19, early 1900s,
0: 1920,
1: something like that. Long time ago. the most interesting philosophy that I think you and I do. I, th- I know that Nick and I have done it to where you can actually begin to, and there's this, there's, a, listen, this isn't me talking. So if you think I'm fucking lunatic crazy and I've already had a little bit too much, I get it. It's late in, in off the clock show. I get it. It might be a little lunatic, but there's a philosophy and it's a theory. And I, I kind of buy into it too, that inside of your brain, you have a receptor and, and you have a, a, what is it? A broadcaster, right? Yeah. And you can receive and you can broadcast things out of your brain and receive things in your brain. And he has a theory inside of this book. And I encourage anybody to go read the book or listen to the book. That you can actually communicate, right?
0: Like manifest, in a
1: sense, telepathically, right? In a sense, that's what he's meaning, that you can have telepathic connections. And so I want to tell everybody off the clock, right? It's fucking lunatic crazy time, right? Connect with your turkey. Like, there's a lot of people that are already started. We know yeah. it's happening. Uh, the incredible interest rates that have gone up, the amount of debt that people have, many people are starting to feel the pinch. Not everybody, but there's quite a few. There's a lot of companies, and there's many over the next months and into 2023. And so, if you find yourself in a position of real need, connect with your turkey. Like, you hmm. can find somebody whether it is, this is, this is my And exact is if anybody has watched a movie, maybe it's a story that you get emotionally connected with and you see them do something and then you get inspired, right? Something happened mentally for you to get inspired. You can find something to connect to mm-hmm. whether that's a movie, whether that's somebody's story, yeah. whether that's somebody that you watch, you can begin to connect with their spirit of motivation, encouragement, positivity. Every single person that accomplished something big has to overcome big things too. So if you're struggling through things or you begin to struggle through things, connect with somebody, think through with them, follow what they do, philosophize with them, go through everything that they go through and you can begin to connect. It's wild and crazy. And then you can use the experience that they had to help encourage yourself when you're going hmm. through something that you want to grow out of. So yeah. connect with like the turkey, name. Sean. Connect with Yeah, yeah.
0: Connect with your turkey. Yeah. As much as that might sound crazy, I, I do think there's a lot of truth in that though.
1: Yeah. I think that awesome.
0: uh yeah, it's uh as much as someone might be like, Well, you can't prove that. Well, at the same time, you can't prove it's not true either, you know. Cause I, I'm a big believer in the fact that um, like at our house we have a rule, especially with the kids where if they say something negative about themselves or about their situation or something like that, they have to come back at it with, you know, positive things and at least three to kind of overcome. Um, and that's from that, that book there. Uh, oh my God. What was the title of that? Thank you, Grow Rich. No, 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 no.
1: Oh, it's, another,
0: it's another one. Oh man. A couple of weeks back, we were talking about it. Shoot, It was on audible. Well, it's on audible, but, uh, I'll think of it post in the comments, but, um, but yeah, it uh basically overcoming these negative thoughts because you gotta put out there and say things that are more positive and focus on those things, uh, more solution-based versus negative based, or else you'll never get to the solution, right? And I find that a lot of people mentally block themselves into a certain path because they're not connecting with their turkey. <laughs> like, but I actually do believe that that to be true though. Absolutely. Like it's it's kind of you can manifest. Thing, too.
1: Is my wife and I, as we started going through the grocery store, different things, she reached to go grab some. She goes, Oh, wait, no, I want this one. And then she goes, Ah, oh, I connected with my turkey. Like, yeah, I'm connected. Because like, with- we all do it, right? Like you go and look for a box that's on the shelf yeah. and go, Oh, I think I'll get this one. It's like, Ah, oh, you connected with it. <laughs>
0: connected with it. That's true. And if people did that with your customers and stuff like that, you know, connect with your customer. And, uh, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I think there's some truth to that. Absolutely. There is. Yeah, man, that's good. That's connect with your turkey. <laughs> That'll be the title of the episode. People are going to be like, what the? Fuck? <laughs> it's off the clock, man. We've lost it now. But uh, no, that's a good one. That's a good one. So, yeah, I I, I do have one more, but I'm going to save it for next week.
1: Yeah, you can't double tip. We've got. I know.
0: I can't double tip. I, double I always tip. double tip. So I got it this time is just a tip, just a tip. That'll be for next week. I'll table it it's a good one but uh so tune in next week we'll see you guys there Marty thanks again for your time connect with your turkey everybody out there connect with your turkey that's that's what you gotta do <laughs> all right we'll see you next week thanks again see ya see ya